Chapter sixty of Tell Us Another by Winfred Hurst, SDS. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Who did it? We know that there is but one true God, as we profess in the first article of the Apostles' Creed, where we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty. But we know, too, that there are many false gods, some of which are called idols. These false gods are adored by pagans. Now, isn't it ridiculous that a man should, as we read in the Bible, take, for instance, a crooked piece of wood that is good for nothing and full of knots, and should carve it diligently and make it look like a man or a beast, and paint it and build a house for it, and set it in the wall of the house and adore it? Then, too, in that same passage in the Book of Wisdom, it is said of this image that it is fastened with iron to the wall, lest it should fall, knowing that it is unable to help itself, for it is an image and hath need of help. And this reminds me of a little story. It happened in pagan Rome in the early days of Christianity. In those days a certain rich pagan named Maximus lived in a splendid palace. With him there lived a Christian boy called Claudius. Now Maximus was an idolater, a worshipper of idols, and in his palace he had a richly furnished room that was just full of false gods, of graven images, large and small, straight and crooked, fair and ugly. And the poor blind pagan worshipped them all. He thought they could help him. But Claudius, the young Christian, thought quite differently. He would teach his master a lesson, no matter what the risk. He would open the old pagan's eyes. So one day, taking a heavy sledgehammer, he entered the room where the false gods were sacredly kept and smashed them all into a thousand splinters. That is all except one, the king of gods, Jupiter. This statue Claudius let stand in the middle of all the rubbish, and he placed the sledgehammer in its hands. Imagine, if you can, the awful fury of Maximus, when he came to adore his gods and found them shattered and broken to pieces. That Christian boy did it, he roared. I will sacrifice him to my gods. And he at once sent his men to drag the lad to the scene. Was Claudius frightened? Not a bit. And when the enraged pagan shouted, Boy, did you do this shameful work? He calmly answered, Why do you ask me? Do you not see the statue of the king of gods in the center there? Lo, he has a huge sledgehammer in his hands. I suppose he smashed your gods. It looks that way, and caught in the act at that. Claudius sure was a smart one, like most boys. You little rascal, cried Maximus, you did the work. Why, that statue could not even raise its arm, much less demolish my gods. Ah, said Claudius quietly, if he cannot even raise his arm, why do you fall down in adoration before him and ask him to help you? These gods of yours are wood and stone. They cannot even help themselves. A mere boy is stronger than they. Behold, there is but one true God, the God whom we Christians adore. And the end of the story is this. The boy's little trick opened the pagan's eyes indeed. He renounced God so false and helpless that a little lad could destroy them, and became a good Christian, adoring only the one God in three divine persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. End of chapter 60